one league, I have McCaffrey and Cook oh and Lamar Jackson. God. Oh, my God. And Kenny Galladay and Cooper Cup. And are you in first place? I have the most points. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the work one? Yeah. 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 That's, That's the one I had the most points in last year and lost, lost in the first round. Yeah. To the fucking guy that I beat this week, 156 oh. to 88. <laughs> Suck it, Trebek. Suck it, Harry. (laughs) Suck it long and suck it hard. Suck it hard. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the very first official episode of the Middle-Aged Sports Spectacular, uh, a show uh, starring four middle-aged guys. One guy is 30, but he has like seven kids. So 30, he looks way older than the rest of he us. Looks he looks worse. Thir- 31. To be fair, you look terrible. You though. do look awful. Love you, Tap. Um, <laughs> and we, uh, we debate some of the hottest sports topics, and... Uh, share our opinions which are so valuable <laughs> uh, on, on anything that we want to talk about so i gotta go around the room and we're going to introduce everybody on the show i'm dave plazic i'm your your host uh to the left of me our fearless is, leader dave is brian pepe that's me sometimes on paper known as brain peep brain peep it's always people funny. don't know how to spell his name correctly it's, it's always, a challenging it's name. always funny every time every time I bet it never gets old. Never. Uh, to the left of him, Douglas D. Stenard. Hello, David. And to his left, Patrick Cullen. Boo. The sullen Patrick Cullen. Or are you doing better than the Braves did in uh, Game 5 of the NLDS? Pat, How did they do it? Pat is a Braves fan. Not good. Not great. We're going to get into that later. <laughs> No, we're not. We want to get into that later. We actually wanted to dedicate this whole first episode to breaking down the Braves' early exit from the playoffs. <laughs> Surprise, Pat. <laughs> but instead, we decided that, well, now that the baseball season's over, the Washington Nationals pulled off uh, a hell of an upset and uh, were, frankly, in my opinion, more fun to watch win. And it was cool to see Max Scherzer get a, get a W. Was anybody ever happier than Max Scherzer winning oh, the World God, He was so happy. Mm-hmm. That like guy, a little kid. That guy was awesome. Um, didn't pitch his best in that last game, but he gutted it out. Yeah, but you know what, though, too? That's a true ace, right? Didn't have his best yeah. stuff. Still went, what do you go, five innings, two runs? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Right, he gutted it out, and he – or five innings or six innings? But regardless, he gutted it out. And the the sad part about that game is Granky, who has such anxiety issues, went in there and pitched an absolute gem. He did. Which he's did been terrible. He was aw- terrible. And he did awesome. Like, yeah. that is what you want a game seven pitcher. And I definitely thought the moment might be too big for him. And then they pulled him. And they were in Houston, right? They were in yes, Houston. they were in Houston. Because marijuana's legal in Houston, right? Ooh, that's a great question. I don't know. I'm just putting in that Texas? together. Have you ever been Texas? to Houston? Oh, no, man. not Houston. I, I don't know that about that. <laughs> I mean, it's possible. Yeah, no, where, where the hell was I? I was just in Austin. Austin is like a super progressive city. So you're trying Texas. to say that he smoked weed before he pitched? That's what I was getting Game yeah, seven of series. Yeah. What's wrong with taking a couple hits? I, Nothing, but. I don't blame him. Maybe it was an edible. Maybe it was a little brownie bite. 
and just took the edge off. Guys, he was locked in. He was. I don't know. I mean, he didn't. He wasn't like can't miss. Like he had like three Ks, but that Ephus curve that he throws, that was on the money. Yeah, and not a lot of hard contact. Only mm-hmm. gave up two hits. And the other thing too, like in big games, and granted, he could actually win a Gold Glove. Or did he? Did he? He did win a Gold Glove. Yeah, yeah he's right. A good defensive player. But that a lot of times you'll see the jitter from like a pitcher. You know, get a ground ball back to you and throw it into the stands. John Lester. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so right. Even he, a jitter in a preseason game. Um, uh, <laughs> I I saw something on Twitter. It was great. I think uh, Granky had five assists, which was uh, Ty uh, Camarillo Anthony's career high in assists <laughs> in a game. That's phenomenal. Uh, that made me laugh. I'm surprised Carmelo had that many. Uh, must have been by accident. <laughs> Triple teamed, and then he finally passed. Uh, but with that said, <laughs> then we he decided... lost the ball, and someone else picked it up and <laughs> shot it. <laughs> so what that we what we decided to do is. Um, before the awards get released, we decided to go down and, and break down what we think uh, for AL awards and NL awards. Prove uh, just how stupid we actually are. Yes, or smart. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna all vote. Well, we're not gonna vote. We're all gonna discuss who we believe manager of the year, comeback player of the year, the Cy Young award winner, the rookie of the year, and the most valuable player, and potentially debate what these awards actually mean, as they typically happens whenever you have a controversial pick which I'm sure Pat will have plenty of. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're going to kick right off with AL Awards, and we're going to talk about the manager of the year. And Brian, Pepe, I'm going to start with That's you. Me. Oh, thanks, Dave. So manager of the year, a lot of good managers in the American League, and I'm going to go with the homer pick. Um, you know, Rocco Valdelli did very well. Um, yeah, but I was not an Aaron Boone guy whatsoever. I actually could not stand when they – picked him because I was really a Girardi guy. But the guy How'd you like him in two thousand three? Oh, he was real great in two thousand three. Then he got hurt and Alec, uh, Alex Rodriguez came and the rest is history for that. But um when it comes to manager of the year, the entire team got hurt. That team was made out of paper mache. And somehow, some way he got that team to coincide with each other and they went hundred games. He's won hundred games the last two years. You know, I, you gotta for me you gotta go with Aaron Boone. You have to go with Aaron Boone? You don't have to, but I'm going to have to. I think you have an argument. You, you do have an argument. I don't think you have to go with Aaron Boone. Well, let's let's everybody throw their pick out there. You, you can, you're welcome to explain it a little bit, and then we can kind of debate what we think is Talk better than okay. Aaron Boone. Uh, well, as Pepe said, I also would love to have given it to Rocco Baldelli. I don't think we should just gloss over the fact that the Twins had a historic year offensively, and he did a tremendous job. However, I think the manager of the year is Kevin Cash for the way that he handled the rotation or lack thereof and uh, really pioneered the whole concept of the opener. That is true. And and just took all these no-name pitchers and made the playoffs and won the wild card, and I think he should be – Commended for that. I don't think there was a whole lot of talent on that team. They were talented the more people give them credit for, but ultimately I think they vastly overachieved, and I think Kevin Cash should be the manager of the year. Who do you you think it is? So this this will be fun because, uh, right, I think there are three clear. Actually, I I would argue four. I think 
Bob Melvin for the A's. Hmm. It, he could you could even make an argument for him. I thought the A's were good. I didn't think they were that good. They it, that seems to be them every year. Kevin Cash, I think, is a great argument too. Um, right, talk about doing things a little more untraditional. Uh, and Girardi, uh, yeah, it's hard to you pick the Bill. Yankees. What? You said Girardi. Yeah. Ju- oh. It, oh, uh, sorry. Uh, Aaron Boone, yeah. Um, who did Girardi just sign with? Phillies. Phillies? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but I think Aaron Boone, uh, same thing, to your point. You look at those uh, three teams with payrolls that we just I just talked about. Mm-hmm. One as a significantly higher one, but especially in like May, that that uh, lineup was ridiculous. With that being said, Rocco Baldelli should be the American League Manager of the Year. Uh, the Twins won 101 freaking games. Not I, I. They were in a poor division. Don't get me wrong. I get it. 101 wins is a lot of wins. Yeah, they had ton of home runs. 78 wins last year, 101 wins this year. And that team is not right. That's not a stacked team. It's a good team. They've got some young talent. but And I know they were trying to make some free agent moves last offseason, and they kind of didn't swing and miss at everything, but they didn't get any big-name guys. Like That is another team that definitely got everything they could out of that team. And uh, so yeah, I I go I I this is one where I don't think you can really go wrong, but I'd pick Rocco Baldelli. So, interesting. Uh, so our definition, uh, like, we're talking about manager of the year. We're talking about somebody who did the most um, with what they were given, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so first, I want to start with who here can name the the manager of the Baltimore Orioles? Oh, Buck Showalter. Is it Buck Showalter? <laughs> no. No. It's Brandon Hyde. Who? Oh, yeah. Right. That's wow. Right. That's right. With that pile of shit, sorry, Orioles fans, still didn't have the most losses in the ALL. That should be worth something. Mm, the Tigers can no, play in the <laughs> ALL. Um, so, Minnesota. If maybe Twins, he had got something out of Chris Davis, then maybe I'd give it to <laughs> you. You got a hit? No. You got a hit. Minnesota Twins, 101 wins. Pretty awesome. Mm hmm. But the Tampa Bay Rays, with the lowest payroll in all of baseball, the lowest, won 96 games. They fell four games short of 100 wins. They were 12 games in front of the Red Sox. The lowest payroll in baseball. Mm-hmm. Pretty impressive. I had it down between Aaron Boone, who I thought did a hell of a job. They won 103 games while navigating a lot of injuries in a high-pressure market. You know, you're a team that's expected to win versus a team that has True. nothing to lose. I think there's something to be said for that, uh, especially Rocco Baldelli has 60 wins this year. He doesn't get fired. Aaron Boone has 80 wins. He might, he might get fired. Um, but with that said, I actually lean towards Rocco Baldelli too. Rocco I Baldelli. thought simply based on payroll and resources, he did the most with what he had and got into the playoffs and almost pulled off a freaking upset. <laughs> Almost against the Yankees. What? Yeah, yeah. That, he was, he was just three well, games Yankees. away. Yeah. That was, yeah. <laughs> just three games. No, no, no. I, I yeah, no. He he didn't almost pull off an upset. Oh, he did. He went. They went to Game Five with yeah. the Astros, didn't they? No, no, no. no the Yankees. You're beat talking about the race. The out of them. I'm talking about the race. You're talking about Rocco Baldelli. He's the oh, manager of the Twins. Yeah. Oh, I was associating with Tampa Bay <laughs> this whole fucking time. <laughs> Who's the manager of Tampa Bay? 
Kevin, Kevin Cash. Cash. Tell you how much I've paid attention Carl to Carl Crawford. <laughs> Just because Rocco Valdez played on. So Kevin Cash, I think, is the manager of the year. <laughs> He's so memorable. I've always thought that about him. Fuck. I don't think. You, I honestly don't think you can go wrong with any of them. Truthfully, yeah. I was staring at Tampa Bay in the standings on my computer this whole time, talking about Rocco Baldelli, and I can't. I totally. Hey, I knew he, that before he, going. He had into a couple kind of good years before Wait, going Tampa. Into this, he was. Was yeah, that really good? injury he had that, what that fatigue him. thing, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, whatever that was. Were you partying with Zach Granke before the podcast? <laughs> no, fuck the Twins. I want Tampa Bay, man. Tampa Bay, Cash is the man. They were awesome. It's like, so, what? Wait, what the fuck is he talking about? The Yankees kicked the shit out of them. I thought, yeah, I, that's why I was like, yeah, they were three wins away. Yeah, we're, off to a, we're off to a good start. I was on board with him about Kevin Cash, and then I was like, wait a minute. What? You're going to get cutting-edge analysis here. And, and so some good. of the best, uh, best. He's breakdown. the host of this. Yeah, that's that's why I. <laughs> so the background. Oh, wow. So anyway, um, so I got cash on this. Are you sure? I, no. What was Rocco Baldelli's career WAR? I don't know. Seven point seven. No, no, it was ten. Is it ten? But uh, honestly, he never. I, he was. He was fine. He's fine. The the problem is, and again, I think the talent was there. It was his injury, all his issues. You yeah. guys are gonna love oh, the yeah. rest of my he, answers. He only had like two to three. <laughs> I'm off good to good years. All right. So, just to just to summarize, I eventually landed on Kevin Cash, who I thought was Rocco Baldelli. <laughs> uh, Pat, you voted for Rocco Baldelli. Pat got so excited I, I that someone who agreed Rocco with him finally. <laughs> On the twins, though. Uh, that was a different Rocco Baldelli I was voting for. Doug, Ke- you, Kevin you, Cash you, used to be a bench coach for the Yankees. Are you talking about the Yankees? I, I, I guess. I guess. <laughs> Doug, who'd you vote for? I voted for Kevin Cash of the Rays. Yes. <laughs> not Kevin Cash of the Twins. <laughs> Good to know. And you voted for Aaron, Aaron Boone. Of course I voted Which I think, I think, honestly, all three all are three great picks. Are great. Uh, if any one of those guys gets it, that'd be You fine. know who wasn't going to win? Alex Cora. Alex Cora's not getting Alex it. Alex Cora's not coming through. Yeah, he is he is not winning it. Uh, fucking. All right. We're going to move on to comeback player of the year. Uh, I'm going to start in reverse order this Ooh. time. Patrick. He's not ready. Who's your AL comeback player of the year? Well, if I had to choose. Uh, comeback player of the year is always I a little tricky. I go with Rocco Baldelli. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it's, it's always tricky because, right, what is what defines comeback? Is it comeback through injury? Come back through. Uh, How do you define it, Patrick? Uh, well, well, here's the thing: none of our votes are going to be fucking count for shit. Wait, so wait, what? are you serious, what? guys? This is not real. Yeah. Well, at least is we're this thing on? Yeah. We are getting paid for this, though, right? Yeah. Checks in the mail. Okay. Oh, thank God. I think so, Bleacher so, Report's going to pick. So why us don't up you tomorrow. why don't you tell me what you think comeback player of the year is? Because I actually, when we get to mine, my pick is not a conventional comeback player of the year either, but I have an explanation for it. Okay. I don't really have an explanation. Uh, it, it, My pick is going to continue to alienate fan bases from our show. As oh, like, good, I feel good, like that's, that's something I'm going to accomplish goal. on a yeah. weekly basis. Well, you've already, you already said literally fuck the Twins, so <laughs> no, no Twins They're fans. a fine team. Isn't they your got, brother? Oh, they got fine. housed in the playoffs. Isn't your brother Live in Minnesota. He lived in Minnesota. Minnesota. He's not a tw- what am I, Pat? He's not a Twins fan. It's not as easy as you thought anymore because now he lives in North Carolina. I forget what fan he is now. Braves. He's definitely not a Braves fan. He's not. He hasn't sunk that low. <laughs> um, I, I, I guess I would go with Lucas Giolito. 
right? That's, I, I, a, that's that, a really someone who obviously had an extremely good year this year after having a down year last year. He really had an awful year last year, dreadful, horrible. like a seven ERA abomination. Couldn't strike anybody out year. And this is a guy who was a top ten prospect a couple of years ago. It was like as close of a can't miss pitching prospect as you can be. It went from to what you just said, absolutely horrible to, you know, uh, a, a Cy Young candidate. And now the funny thing is, what is it going to be next year? Yeah, He's a little harder for me to pick for comeback. I think if you just take this season and last season, it's pretty easy. Um, but the fact that he is so young, uh, that's why I don't know if he's clear cut. And to me, comeback player of the year is kind of the least important award, I guess. Right, all the other ones, I think it's a little more defined. I know we'll probably go into MVP. What what is the MVP? But to me, comeback player of the year, it, it's it's like a, a little bit higher than a participation award. Mm-hmm. Hey, you did really good <laughs> after really Wait. sucking or being really hurt or whatever. So I, I'd like to hear the unconventional pick, but that's that's. Oh, what you're I'm gonna like it, Doug. Comeback player of the year. Um, unfortunately, I don't have an unconventional pick. Now, I also pick Lucas Giolito, but Ooh. when you asked our definition of comeback player of the year, I thought, well, he's really most improved player. He's not really comeback oh, player. So right. I'm going to yep. switch it now. Yeah. Right. I have to switch it now, and I have to go with Hunter Pence. Ooh. And unfortunately, oh, he, he only played 83 games, but he hit very, very well yes, in those games. He was phenomenal. He was, he, he was outstanding, and I think that most people had written him off and uh, actually kind of surprised to see that he was still on a major league roster and proved all the doubters wrong. Did really well in those 83 games that he played. Hunter Pence is a great choice. Yeah, I like it. Pepe? So I had two. One of them was Hunter Pence. Of course you have two. I had two, just because I figured knowing these two guys are going to pick at least one of them. Mm-hmm. And they did. So first one was Hunter Pence. I looked at Lucas Giolito, and for me, comeback player of the year, kind of, you have to at least start out good. Mm. And being a good prospect to me, and then disappointing everybody, and then finally being good, you have to have somewhere to come back from on the major league level. Not saying that is a bad choice because it's really not. But I went with Lance Lynn. I was freaking phenomenal this year. He was stupid good. Yeah, 7.6 war. Stupid six, good. 16 wins. The guy sucked for the Yankees last year. And what pisses me off is that the Yankees needed pitching. And they had Lance Lynn, and he sucked. And then he they get rid of him when they actually need the pitching. And he goes off and he just blows everybody away. Does anybody have any deep analysis on what the hell he did to figure it out? Because he had some solid years of three well, Texas, war. Or he he could be three and a half war. Could be doing edibles. He could be. And mm. He could be doing edibles. That changes a lot. Calms the nerves. Mm. Really focused the mind. He had his highest uh, K per nine at ten point six yeah. since two thousand eleven when he had a ten point three. That was his second highest. Pretty yeah. amazing. Yeah. What do you got? So, all right. So my comeback player of the year. I want to preface this by saying I grew up in New England. Uh, I have been completely submerged in the Boston fan base. I grew up a Boston fan since I was six years old. I went to my first Fenway game. Um, so I'm well aware of how fans are. And that's what leads me into my comeback player of the year. Because last year, at the young age of 21, 
this guy fell below our fan base's expectations, and we had pretty much written him off as a bust at the age of 21. And he came back this year. Last year, had a one ER, he had a one war and atrocious defensive performance. And the fans were just, this guy's what he's done. He's a bum. Get rid of him. He sucks. Comes back this year, and now all of a sudden, he's won his way into the hearts of Red Sox fans. He had a six war. He, he's he the greatest player the cover of all time. Off the ball. Were people he's really one of the greatest that? guys. <laughs> that is absolutely cri- criticisms I heard all over the place. Like, Rafael Devers is my guy for comeback player of the year. Oh, because... I thought you were talking about Brock Holt. No, <laughs> man, Brock Holt did not have a six. That would have been an unconventional pick. <laughs> that would have been definitely an unconventional pick. My pick is Rafael Devers. Yeah. He was never great before. Yeah, but it was it was more of just the like the kid's twenty one guys. Like, what do you expect from him? He's twenty one. So anyway, phenomenal player. Those are the same fans that are they think the Patriots are done. Yeah, the Patriots were eight and zero. Now they're eight and one. Son of a bitch, they're not going to win. Yeah, it's just like last year when they they lost their first game and then all of a sudden they won the Super Bowl for the sixth time. Yeah. The but fan we won't base get into that. That's for another episode. Yeah, they're a bit fiery. Uh, so that's my pick, Rafael Devers. Good choice. Uh, he wouldn't win it. He shouldn't win it. But I decided to go off the map a little yeah. bit. I think Lance Lynn's uh, the guy. So so I'll change mine then to Jordan Alvarez because he had no homers last year. <laughs> <laughs> he had 27 home runs That's different. this year. That was only different. 313 That was at Houston. The fan base is reasonable. Um, all right, cool. So, Fan uh, base is reasonable, not necessarily the front office. Comeback player of the year, so we all know our picks. We'll see what uh, actually who actually wins it. Brings us right into the next one, which uh, Cy Young Cy Award. Young I'm going to start that off. And uh, my pick is Lance Lynn because fuck all, uh, fuck everybody else. Lance Lynn, second in the AL for war. And yeah, Garrett Cole, he's pretty amazing. But you know what? Lance Lynn's never going to win anything else ever again in his life. So give him He's this. not going to win this. <laughs> you just said comeback player of the year or someone picked him. So yeah, that's true. He could win something. Well, win something. this is his year to just clean up. Well, you called a participation. Might as well give I will give him MVP better. and Manager of the Year too, because yeah. I don't even know who the managers are. So <laughs> I'm going with Lance Lynn for Cy Young. Lance Lynn, who's going next? Uh, you're going. Oh, next. Oh, so fun. So it's for me. It's between Cole and Verlander. I'm going to be boring, and I'm going to pick Eric Cole. Why wouldn't you go with the guy who married Kay Hudson? That's just because he's doing fine. He is that guy fine. does not need another Cy Young. That's fair. He's waking up today. He's doing great. How about Garrett Cole's cold exit, huh? Yeah. He's like, all right, game over. We're done. Contract. Where's my Boris There's hat? no contract. I'm out. Yeah. He, he Did you see kind of retracted that a little bit? Yeah, you retracted all you want. Yeah, no, I know. It's it, done. It, it's done. It's yeah. on record. Yeah. It's all over the Twitter. You could apologize. But I know. I, I, I want to try to defend him because he did say, right, we just – we were – I think five outs away or something like that, seven outs away from winning the World Series, and it is a tough time. But the way he the answered way he said it, it's a yeah, the way he answer. answered it was kind of like, all right, but if he ready to go, I still give him a pass because he's a keeper on my fantasy team. Oh yeah, he gets he's, a pass for me. He's a great pitcher. Yeah. He has freaking un, unbeatable. Yeah, no, Garrett Cole. There's no arguing Garrett Cole. Phenomenal yeah, guy. He had an amazing year. The guy's a beast. And please, I know the Yankees aren't going to sign him. But please, God, let the Yankees sign him. That's the only thing I want for Christmas. He's, got, he's what, 28? He'll be 29 next yeah. year? That's good. I'll right. take him. Seven years, pay him till he's 36. He's going to go to the Angels, though. Yeah. Looks, ma- makes a lot of sense. Yeah. He's going to go to the West Coast. Doug, I love how the reports came out that he's a fan of both the A's and the Yankees growing up. Yeah. Like, or that the Angels and the A's. Yankees 
growing up. The Angels oh. and the Yankees, who happen to be the two teams I who know. can pay him the most money. What a coincidence. It's weird how that, that works. That he grew it? up being a fan of but those But there's a two picture teams. of him in the Yankees hat, so. Maybe well played, Garrett Cole. Yeah, he's well played. Yeah. stupid. Yeah. Doug, sure. who you got? All right. So I guess we have to all pick somebody different to keep this interesting. So I am going to go with the Cleveland Indians' Shane Bieber. Because Ooh, people love, love, yeah, love Bieber. Uh, people confuse him with Justin. So he's my pick for Cy Young, just so that people can understand that he's not the same guy. How fucking amazing is the Cleveland Indians farm system for pitchers? What they just produce. Unbelievable. Either, either it's, it, well, it's probably a combination of the scouting process and, and their picking, but Jesus. Pot's legal there, too, isn't it? I had no idea who Shane Bieber was before this year, truthfully. I was sitting there oh, saying, yeah. why on earth would Terry Francona want to go manage that team? And I had no idea how deep that farm system was yeah, a couple crazy. years ago. And now he's got a great team to manage. Crazy deep. He got all the way to the World Series and fell a little short. Yeah. If he was in Boston, he'd be run out of town. Oh, wait, he was run out of town. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Pat, who I, you got? I think uh, I think they might have missed Which their... cell phone are you on right now? Mm. Oh, I think okay. they might have missed their Such window, though. Yeah. That's the only problem with Cleveland. I, I, I think there's a good chance they trade Lindor this year in the offseason. Yeah, I think they did. I think, I think you're right. I, I think, think they missed their window. It could be the Yankees. Yeah. They yeah. got them. Makes sense. And I, I, Where I are have, you coming up with this? I have, heard that, I have heard that rumor. Really? And now well, they're not going to re-sign Didi. Yeah. And you move. What? Oh, I, yeah. yeah. What is Sterling going to say about... Oh, I can't wait for that. Man, Francisco Lindor. I'm going to start thinking about it now. Think about it now. All right. Garrett so got Cole. Garrett Cole. Done. Can't argue with that. Yeah. Yep. Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole. I like the Bieber Rockable pick. Double. At least I tried to be creative. Yeah. I, yeah. I, no, I'm a big fan of the Bieber pick. You no, know, that's a good choice. Guess what? Shane Bieber, fifth in war in baseball for pitching. Yeah. Fifth. Mm. So who's the for, argument can't be made. first? Garrett Cole. Yeah. <laughs> Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole. Uh, who I, thought Pat? Said, I thought you said Cole. You'll find that Pat mispronounces things. Lance Lynn, second. You call them Second Brian Snickers. Baseball. Snickers is not that far off. Snickers. Uh, pretty far off. Well, Snicker. Now, let's ask a, we'll ask 100 people how you pronounce it without looking at it, and we'll see. Fangraphs lists Lance Lynn at 280 pounds. Yeah, he's a is big that, boy. He's that, very big. He's wow. a big boy. Yeah. David Wells reincarnate. My goodness. He's not Pablo Sandoval or Bartolo, <laughs> but he's a big boy. Ooh. All right. We're going, um, so next, da, 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 we have Rookie of the Year. Doug, we're gonna, you're the last person to start off first, so we're going to start with you. Who do you got for Rookie of the Year? Rookie of the Year. Okay, so I narrowed it down to three guys, okay? The third place winner of the AL Rookie of the Year, because I love home runs. Mm-hmm. Is Eloy Hemmings? You love big dongs. I love them. You do. I've always said that. Absolutely love them. I can't get enough of them. Just you know, big, big dongs. All just day. looking at him. He's got some of the biggest dongs. He does. Thirty-one oh, home runs. I thought uh, that's so uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You okay, Pat? The right word. You want to take a minute, compose yourself, and then you want to Google big dongs. I didn't know we were ever just Google Eloy Jimenez's big dong. It's took a turn. Okay. Uh, yeah, exactly. So anyway, yep. Yeah. My so, my runner up for AL rookie of the year is Brandon Lau. Okay. 
And the mm-hmm. reason that I don't give good. him the rookie of the year is because Not he pronounces game. his name Lau. Okay? <laughs> it should be Lowe. We ne- yeah, we never called him Derek Lau. We don't go to Lau's on the weekend to buy stuff to fix up our houses. I'm now going to call it Lau's. So, Brandon Lau finishes second. And I got Jordan Alvarez first. That's a bold choice for first. I'll, I'll go second. And uh, I'm going to cut right to the chase because I also love big dongs. And I'm going to go with the now-coined Your Dong Alvarez as my the dong rookie of the, of the year. Show. He is the king of dongs. That guy is a beast with a giant stick in his hand. Your <laughs> Dong Alvarez, everybody. Rookie of the year. Patrick? I'm actually going to go a little different and pick uh, Jordan Alvarez. <laughs> Your dong? Uh, I, I want to pick Vladdy Guerrero Jr. I was just going to bring that up. but he's he... under. Uh, I have disappointment of the year as yeah. a picture award. Mm. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, no, not I'm, to throw I you off. Finish your, yeah. no, no, so, finish your... So no, I really don't have him as that. I just um, made it up now. I, I And I get it. I think, though, he disappointment of the year is harsh. Because he well, did because have the expectations, the expectations were through the roof. So. Yeah, well, and, and that's what it is. He did have 15 home runs and limited at bats. He, right. But this right. guy was supposed to be he Mike had Trout. higher expectations than Mike Trout. Base right. When Mike Trout came yeah. up, he did not have these expectations. No, no. So he uh, uh, over. He was a above average hitter, right? Yeah. Uh, OP, uh, OPS plus 106. So Vladdy Guerrero Jr. did not have a bad year. Every time I watched, I was like, he's going to hit two home runs and two doubles today. <laughs> and that's like, what? <laughs> Three strikeouts and a walk? If he's not a monster next year, I'd be shocked. He, he yeah, didn't have a bad... I am excited about next year. He didn't have a bad year, but he did have a disappointing year. Who's disappointing? Yeah, but, but again, it, it's disappointing because expectations are so high. They were if, yeah. if he If he did what he did last year, every year, he would be an above-average baseball player. But the expectations are so high for no, him. I don't yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, we expect him to be more than above average. Oh, agreed, agreed. Yeah. Agreed. He, he for, played for 20 40 more games for 20 than your – what is it? Your, your dog. Dog. What is it, Dave? Your, your dong. dong. Okay, your yes, dog. he played 40 your more dam. games than your dong, and your dong just <laughs> oh yeah, housed him in just about every single category. And and, and he also housed most major league players in yeah, most categories. He only played 87 games, your dong. Yeah, th- 313 was, at-bats, 27 home runs. Deep farm systems. My goodness, Houston. That, yeah, that's... Yeah, Bo Bichette, Biggio. That, no, 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 no. Not no. Toronto. Houston. Oh, Houston. Houston. Yeah. I, I, was like, Blue Jays. I was like, all right, I may not know the managers, but Rocco I know Bal- what. Rocco Baldelli. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, you are right. Laurie yeah, Scurriel Jr. Jordan had four a four war in 87 games. Yeah. Sick. He had 27 dongs in 87 games. That's insane. Mm-hmm. It's a beast. All right, Pepe. It's Alvarez. It? It's, it's oh, your dog. It's just, so I think your dog. That was is the pretty easiest the pick. pick in the entire thing. That was the easiest pick. Yeah. Well, not. Uh, there's one more, but. All right. Yeah, there's uh, one. Oh, the, the next one. I easy. just. Oh. Finally, we're gonna go with most okay. valuable player. The uh, probably the only other controversial award here, where, you know. Sometimes, I mean, how many times has Mike Trout been overlooked as the best player mm-hmm. on a team that finished in the bottom of the pile? But I'll start with you, Pepe. What do you got? So Mike Trout's the best player in baseball. He's been the best player for how long now? Oh, what? Did you want some? We'll cut that part out. Yeah. 
Did you? Did you? I will take a white claw. I was like, what are you? I'm about to talk. This episode has been brought to you by White Claw. Uh, I'm about to talk and you're like, beer me. Drinking mango white claws. There's no. I'm going to be honest with you. It's a hell of a product. This is a nice product. <laughs> it really There's is. There's no laws with white claws. There's no laws. Guys. Talking anyway. about dongs all day. Your dong loves himself a white claw. So you want to ask me about Mike Trout again? So tell all me right. about the most valuable player, Brian. So Mike Trout's the best player in baseball. Um, he's been the MVP. Let's see. Two out of the last five years. He should be the MVP every single year. So that's an easy choice. But I didn't go with him just because I'm I'm looking at is most valuable player, the best player in baseball, or who I think is going to be the most valuable player. Like so, if you took him off the you team. You take him off that team. They still suck. They, they do s- still suck. They still it suck. It sucks for Trout. It does suck it for does Trout. It does suck for Trout. That's why if they get Garrett Cole, it'll change a lot. Um, then the next guy I thought would be Bregman. That team's still going to be great if they don't have Alex Bregman. So, being the homer that I am. Oh, my God. <laughs> I pick LeMayhew. Um, I like this pick. So, again, Jeez. like I talked about with Aaron Boone, the entire team got hurt. They didn't have Giancarlo Stanton for most of the year. They didn't have Aaron Judge for most of the year. And Duhar, literally almost the, with the exception of Gleyber Torres, every other player hit the DL for at least 15 games. And that guy, and I've always been a DJ LeMahieu guy. I've always when the no, Yankees when the Yankees signed him, I was I bought a shirt, I named my daughter you DJ. <laughs> I was so excited when LeMahieu got signed. No, I was so pissed. I was like, this guy doesn't it doesn't make any sense. We're he's coming out Torres. of Colorado. He's gonna suck. He's and when Didi comes back, he's gonna be sitting on the bench or paying all this money. That guy was worth every penny plus more. And if they don't extend him, it's gonna be the stupidest thing they've ever done. But that guy was an animal. He was still only thirty-one, so plenty of strong years left. And not everybody can go into New York and and basically put the team on their shoulders. Hundred percent, something to be said for that. That guy's a professional hitter, and that's my pick. He had a five and a half WAR. That was a really strong year. Yeah, he was awesome. Absolutely awesome. I like that pick. I had him as my uh, second. I had him as runner-up. I I was on the same. I had same train of thought as you. I felt like he went a little bit overlooked in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. I think uh, to just just as uh, just for reference, he finished 18th overall in baseball. That's pitchers and hitters for WAR. For a guy that was supposed to be a bench player, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Basically, again, the glue that held a the, broken team together. To me, That's war, he held that team yeah. together. Exactly. It's not the end all be all. It's not like whoever has the highest WAR wins the award. No, right. He yeah. absolutely went into a broken situation. And if he's in a not tough, on that team, environment to play. if he wasn't there, that team does not make the playoffs. Yeah. Well, they probably make the playoffs. Just I like that pick. I'm not giving it to him, but I like the pick. Yeah. Doug. Doug. Oh, are we to me? Okay. So you said you All had right. LeMahieu second. I had LeMahieu second. My pick for MVP in the American League is Marcus Semien. Now, Marcus that is Semien absolutely was saying that he's unbelievable. Yeah. Really semen. Is. I didn't yep. know that Semen was that good. He was fifth overall Fangraphs war. He's the only one yeah. to be in the top offense and defense war. Yeah. He's he's what we would call the NBA a two way player. And I like the two way players. I like the well rounded yeah, guys. I've always said that about and you. I think, <laughs> I've always said that about yep. you. Yeah. So always go with the two when, ways. Marcus go. Semen yep. goes both ways and he hit thirty three dogs. Yeah, he was awesome. Which what was his batting average? Uh, 285. It's pretty damn good. That's a you take that guy. 370 OBP. Yep. He had a 27 home run season in 2016. That home run season was not a fluke. 
2016, he had 27 home runs. He, however, and his defense last year was phenomenal. The mm-hmm. offensive season outburst, though, completely out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Like his next, so when they, uh, his offensive rating for this year was 37 and a half, according to Fangraphs. His next best season was 2017 at 3.7. It's mm-hmm. pretty good. So Scored 123 runs. He played all 162, which I always kind of look favorably on. Gotta be on I like the, the guys to play all 162. Got to be on the field. Yeah. The Cal Ripken effect. Mm-hmm. I like it. 29 years old. Marcus Seaman. Seaman? Seaman. Sorry, Marcus. If you're listening to this, if you're listening to this, Snedeker. Pat, you want to in this? Patrick, who's your MVP? You can't pick Freddie Freeman. We're talking about the AL. Mike Trout, next question. All right. That was exciting. Is he not the worst? No, because you know what? Mike Trout is the easy pick. He is. You know and what? he's also the best baseball player in the league. He is. He also had arguably the best season in the league, mm-hmm. right? And next he year, led he'll in war and only played 134 if, games. Yep. And if the question is the best player in baseball or the best player in the league, the problem. then I, I give I give it to you. The Angels are basically the Detroit Tigers yep. without Trout. Right. I, I, I don't want to blame Trout because he can't pitch. Not blaming although, him. Although his teammate can. Not this year. Teammate, teammate can do both. So, you know, I guess when you put it that way, maybe Otani should be the MVP. I do love some Otani. My pick. <laughs> I originally was going to pick Bregman. But then I said to myself, if I took Bregman off that team, Bregman's a, a, a monster. Beast. He is phenomenal. If you took him off that Carries team. Carries a bat all the way down to first base. You still have George Springer. You yep. still have Carlos Correa. Yep. You still have Altuve. Mm-hmm. You still have your dong Alvarez. Justin Verlander. And you also <laughs> still have this incredibly deep Garrett farm Cole. system with multiple guys. You have Garrett Cole. You have, I went with Matt Chapman. Oh, Because he was the best player on a team that probably overachieved. Is he better than Simeon? No, but that's okay. <laughs> he is not better than Simeon. And I would um, argue Matt Olsen's very close. Uh, that would be a failed argument if you go by war. <laughs> that wouldn't even be close. So we will just disregard that. So so um, then why don't we just go by war then and pick the highest war player? Well, war is a guide. It didn't say that. It oh, so it's a guide. <laughs> it would work. But when it works for you, it's a failed argument. No, it's when you do it, it's a failed <laughs> yeah, argument. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, I'm going to I'm going to Matt Olson now just to see. So 127 games, he did have a four war. That's pretty solid. 36 dongs. He does hit some big. He can hit. Too. Well, guy can hit. But with Matt Olson, here um, here's what really just happened. I had Alex Bregman the whole time, and then I said, "Well, he's, he's on a team of superstars." So then I just scrolled down the war list. Who's the, the next, next AL player past Simeon? <laughs> he walked it, past Rocco Baldelli. Who's Matt Chapman? <laughs> Actually, it wasn't. It was Xander Bogarts, then Mookie Betts. You can't pick. Why Red did Sox? you pick Rafi so Devers? Pick then Rafi Devers yeah. <laughs> and Matt Chapman. So uh, considering they had those three war guys, you would have thought they would have did better. You would have thought they would have did well. Oh. Um, they didn't. They didn't. At all. I actually really like Pitching. Doug's pick. I think that yeah. Marcus Simeon That's is, a good the, choice. is the best. But we're also being unfair to Matt Chapman. He's probably going to win a gold glove in the next 12 years at third yeah, he's, he's, he's very. He good. is a really good player. He's a really good player. Yep. So if you're out there listening, and Matt I know Chapman, a guy named Matt Chapman. Chapman. I, love too. I, really I like just him. really like Marcus Simeon. Marcus Simeon. I, I 100% on board with that. You know why? Because he probably won't repeat this season either. It's going to be the, that that Jacoby Ellsbury season. Remember that year that he had, Brian? We don't right talk before about the Yankees him. gave him that they fucking backed uh, up the, the Brinks. 
At what point did they just go? It just don't. Hey, he was just it. activated and added to the, uh, to the sixty man. man. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, that's he's exciting. Cool. Great. Yeah. Great. Oh. Forty man. So nobody likes to know it all. Pat. <laughs> Sorry, the sixty day DL. He was activated and added to the forty man. Right? Is that how it goes? I don't yeah. Know. I, Correct. Whatever. When it comes to Jacoby, thanks. Elder, I don't give a You're fuck. My cat has decided he wants to be part of this show. Your um, cat hates me. I think. Because he knows that I'm allergic to him. You're not. You didn't even sniffle the last time he got in your face. I know. I think you're lying. All right. With that, we're gonna take a quick intermission, and when we come back, we're gonna do Pepe's segment. Who's he talking about? back everybody uh we're gonna move on to the next segment of our show and that is going to be pepe's segment it's my favorite segment who is he talking about versus brian why don't you explain what the what it is it's my favorite segment because i get to talk the most so i this is where i decide or i try to identify who the smartest friend i have is which is really depressing uh, for me, but here we go. I, so I would qualify it as least stupidest friend. That's a that's a very that's good a point. much better way. That's a much it. better way to put it. From now on, I will say that. Um, so I picked an athlete and uh, came up with some facts about them, and we're gonna see if you guys can guess uh, who the person is based off of the facts. Everybody gets two guesses, so Doug doesn't get to shoot his load too early. Um, again, he's again. an early load shooter. Yes. So are we ready? So yeah, everybody let's do it. Rock. Go. All right, so fact number one. This person was born on March 6th, 1972 in Newark, New Jersey. Nobody knows that. I One time I want someone to get it on the first no, one. Why, okay. why? I wouldn't even bother. They went to Robert G. Cole High School in San Antonio, Texas. So they were born in New Jersey. Born in 72. They went to high school, went to high school in, Texas, in Texas. Where pot is legal. It's true. At least we think so. They played for six teams during their career. Is that the third question? That is. That's fact number three. Six teams during their career. Six teams during their six career. Six teams. Born in 32. Six teams. Born in Texas. They were it's not Nolan Ryan. I'll tell you that, guys. Is that your guess? No, I said it's not. Okay. Uh, they were elected to the Hall of Fame in 2016. Oh, son of a bitch. Didn't we just talk about somebody the other day? It might be Nolan Ryan. Probably. Could be. Is it Jack it, Morris? It's not no, Nolan it's not Ryan. Morris. Nolan Ryan won the World I... Series in 1969. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> All right. Um, 72. Is it Otis Nixon? No. Not that. <laughs> All right. You ready? No, he made it the Hall of Fame in 2017. <laughs> they, so close. This person earned their doctorate in education in 2012. Holy shit. So he's smart. Burt Blylevin. We also don't know if it's are even you, baseball. Are you going with Burt Blylevin? No. <laughs> Chris Sabo? No. Ooh. Um, that's interesting. These are all good guesses. They were supposed to be with Biggie Smalls the night the rapper was killed. Holy shit. Oh, man. Um, Tupac. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give you that one. No, it's not Tupac, but that's a good guess. All right. I got all one right. guess gone. That was, a, that was a serious guess. You've okay. guessed like... Six times already. Yeah, but no, I was like when I well, judged his your, reaction. Okay, okay. all right. Was, these set, were not. This person set guesses. a record for being the earliest person to be named Player of the Week. They were named Player of the Week in their first week in the league. 
Oh no, he's a Hall of Famer. Never mind. It's not Kevin Moss. Are you going with Kevin Moss? No, he's not a Hall of Famer. All <laughs> right. I wanted it to be Kevin Moss. They were <laughs> they're an honorary, honorary U.S. Deputy Marshal in 2005, and they joined the task force to track down sexual predators. I know this. You probably should. They're a Freemason. They became a Freemason at uh, Widow's Son Lodge, which is number 28 in Boston in 2011. This is the most obscure fact. I know. Yeah. Mm. We'll go to the next one. Wow, Jesus. Uh, made exactly one three-pointer in their career. Guys. Guys, do you haven't even used a guess? Use a guess. Uh... <laughs> Made one three pointer in their, their career. entire career. Dennis Shaq? Rodman. Dennis Rodman is incorrect. What's your guess? Shaq? Shaquille O'Neal is the answer. Oh. He got it right. Wow. I the- win. Well, uh, yeah, I, I, for whatever reason, I had Frank Thomas in my mind. But again, we we kind of started with baseball, and then. Well, I, I didn't want to like, do a baseball. But, but my biggest thing is, like, who would have been. With Biggie, right. the night he right. Yeah. That's where I came up with Dennis Rodman. Yeah. So my yeah, only like my only thought like... on this is that I think that we should preface the whole thing with what sport. Oh, I could do that. Only reason is because the seventeen pilot episodes we did were all baseball. I was well, definitely what... thinking baseball. No, the not, whole not, time not, I was thinking not, baseball. Not Macho Man Randy Savage. And, and De- but I think that would Deion be fine. Sanders, I guess. If you not... said like, so all right, we're gonna do a yeah, that's NBA fine. player. We could do that. That's the only reason I didn't get it. Otherwise, you. I was thinking we were doing a rapper at first. That's why I said Tupac. Oh. It, but we were doing a rapper. That's true. He had four studio mm-hmm. albums. I, I bought his albums, by the way. Did that you? song he did with Fushnickens. Woo! Classic. Oh, Foo- classic. Fushnickens. He had that line. Is he the manager float, of the Atlanta Braves? He had one of the best lines of all time. I flow like pee coming out, you know what? Or some dookie diarrhea coming out your butt. Wow. Shaq. That is best. Beautiful. Right there. It's beautiful. It's like poetry. You don't want none. You best not come looking. <laughs> A-E-I-O-U's a ass whooping. <laughs> uh, and he used to say the word funk all the time in the word in place of the word fuck. Mm-hmm. But there was that, that just before yeah. anybody gets yep. upset, I'm only saying funkin'. F-U-N-K-I-N. Oh, man. Shaq Diesel. What couldn't he do? He could do everything. Mm. All right. All right. So that was that. Who won that? Pat? Pat got it. Pat got it. Shaquille O'Neal. Doug, the, the smartest person I know has never gotten one right. Nope. One day. I think he just... He, one day. He He's worried about not winning. He, he tries too hard. Yeah. <laughs> what? He tries too hard. All right. We're going to move on to NL Awards. Yeah. Um, that was who's he talking about. Good job, Pepe. Thank you. You did great there. All right, so we're gonna I, talk. I won, and he gets the good job as it for talking, should be. As for it reading be. questions. Yes, yes, Pat. That, that's how it works. This is a conspiracy. All right, so we're gonna do NL Awards Manager of the Year is where we're gonna start. I'm gonna be so mad, so mad. So we're gonna start with Pat Collin. <laughs> <laughs> Who he thinks should win Manager of the Year? Um, I honestly think it should be Craig Council. Ooh. And I like Brian Snickers. I cannot believe he didn't go with Brian Snickers. No, and, and I actually, <laughs> I actually think he'll win the award. And I think there's a lot of merit, right? The Braves somehow winning the division last year were not even close to unanimous unanimous pick. 
and actually most people didn't even have them making the playoffs. That's what I was surprised about. I get why, because the Nationals had a good offseason, the Phillies had stupid money, the Mets made a great trade for Edwin Diaz. Um, <laughs> they thought it was. Yeah, I know. Uh, so I, I get it, but uh, the Braves had a lot of good up-and-coming players. They signed Donaldson. Um, and, and I think Snickers' tactical managing isn't the greatest, but he's a very good clubhouse guy. But I didn't see the Brewers doing anything. I really didn't. Um, that right, they don't have great pitching. Obviously, Yelich was a beast, but they had some guys. Jesus Aguilar got traded, and he was a monster last year. Just as a reference, the Snickers. The Braves team war was 37.8, and the Brewers was 33.4. Council did more with less. Agreed. And just for that, pre- that's why Snickers also, like that's Braves, had a low ERA or a war as well in comparison to the rest of the league. So, yeah, no, I think Council's a great pick. Yep. He's not who I picked. Don't I think he's a great pick. I'm going to be so mad. Doug, who you got? Uh, I picked Dave Martinez because oh fuck the God. establishment. Uh, I don't have I to pick about. Uh, during the regular <laughs> season. Uh, so I'm going to pick the uh, the manager who actually won the World Series and did it in impressive a, fashion. That's a good job, Doug. And he almost died. So I think that, you know, coming did back he almost from. Died? Yeah. Did he really? Yeah. How? Oh. Didn't he have like a heart condition? Something? Yeah, he did. Did he really? Yeah, yeah sure. right before that, he also asked that uh, to appeal a bunt that the guy got hit in the face, <laughs> broke his nose, and was out for the rest of the year. But, hey, he's, he's great. Yeah. And would have got fired if they didn't win the one-game playoff. But uh, well, I, that... I would disagree with that pick. That's not even the one I'd be mad about, but now I'm mad. Yep. Mission accomplished. <laughs> Pepe? Oh, hi. Um, so there's a couple of choices. I mean, honestly, I'm really shocked you didn't pick Snickers. Snickers. Snicker. Snickers. Um, the other guy is a guy for the Cardinals. You know, Mike Schilt. I mean, they had a really good year. But I went with Craig Council. That, that team, I could not tell you more than five guys on that team, I think. I mean, their bullpen's really good, but I can't name. I, I'm a baseball fan. I cannot name their five starting pitchers. I can't. I have no idea who they are. I can't name Whoa. my own team's five starting pitchers. Yeah. And, and part of the reason with the Brewers too is they they were definitely searching all year. Yeah. Um, Woodruff's the guy. Yeah. Very good guy. Um, they had Gio Gonzalez. Um, Nelson is the guy who they wanted to oh, pitch Jeff, yeah. well. Yeah. Um, Jimmy Nelson. Yeah, Jimmy Nelson. They had a he, shell of Gio Gonzalez. Chase yeah, Anderson. Well, yeah. Chase Anderson. But yep. he, so he took that, and then you know Yelich gets hurt. To your, and they won like. 10 plus games in a row right after that it but, takes it takes a good manager but, game, but it takes something like that so, so Yelich control. getting hurt but it, and they, they had a really strong even after Yelich got hurt but the fact that Aguilar did nothing who was a monster last year yeah. Thames who started who did really good mm-hmm. uh, a couple years ago had, hasn't done as well um, Lorenzo Cain had a down year mm-hmm. right all across the board, they Travis they, Shaw was sent to the minors. Yeah, you know? yeah, Travis. You know? Yeah, yeah, very good. Yeah, he should get he should get credit for that. Uh, another guy who's gonna uh, an up and coming guy is uh, I I don't know how to say his name, but Hearson Curta or whatever. Oh yeah, second yeah, baseman. Yeah, he, he's he's just, always just been a good Guerra. hitting prospect. He, he will be uh, him him and Yelich will be a very good three four punch. Yeah. Dave Martinez's choice is kind of weird though because to Pat's point, he's one ground ball from getting fired, like one ball, one line drive. Only Craig Council is a better manager. Well, yeah, 
if that ball doesn't get by the outfielder, the the Brewer and the Brewers win that game. He's getting fired. Mm-hmm. Possibly. Most I think likely. Probably. That that that's. What the well, you just was. spoiled my MVP pick, which is Trent Grisham. So. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I'm gonna, I'm going Craig Council. Craig yeah. Council. So we have two Craig Councils and uh, Doug. Who'd you pick? Cash. <laughs> Rocco Baldelli. He picked Rocco Baldelli for Series the Rockies. champion, Dave Dust, Martinez. Dusty Baker. I'll tell you what, this was a, an extremely tough decision for me because I could give a shit about the National League. Um, <laughs> it's, minor, it's minor league baseball. It's pretty much the minors. They bunt over there, the pitchers bunt, and I don't know, play sound fundamentals and some other dumb nice. shit like that. Double switches. Um, I do like that Yellich guy. He hits some pretty big dongs. Um, I'm all about the dongs. So I just I, I did what I always do, and I go I dig into the stats, and I look at I look at all the 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 wars and the BAPIPs and the and the OBPs and all that What's shit. It? And I really liked Snicker, Snickers, whatever his name is, for a little Brian bit there. Snicker. But then, really, comparison like Craig Council again did more with less. His team war was just slower. But then right in the middle, I saw this guy, and I said, this guy, I think, to me, embodies what a good, strong manager is all about. He led his team. I, I think they started off with a little bit of adversity. They overcame it and uh, really ended with a strong season. And, you know, playoffs, they got past the first round. Oh, he's so I went so with Mike Schultz right from the Cardinals as my pick for manager of the he year. He is so pissed. I'm never doing a podcast again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh be, god he's right there though i hate you so much <laughs> the thing is he's not wrong uh, oh hey, hey i can't I, I can't there was only two picks i didn't even think of one that would have pissed me off and pepe was not one the only one not to pick the one that would piss me off my shit is a shit manager <laughs> he sucks he's the worst version of brian snicker he is horribly tacked he is tactically horrible um, and he's a really good clubhouse guy. We're going to fucking win, and we're going to fucking... Oh, how did that go against the Nationals? One loss, two loss, three loss, four losses. They actually won as many games as the Braves did in the NLCS, and the Marlins, and the Tigers, and the double-A team for Toronto. Zero. <laughs> You've got some he real sucks. opinions. <laughs> I hate him. Yeah. All right. Well, okay. Uh, that was a good one. I, he, he is not a good manager. Well, so, he is not. Well, I mean, he made it to the. Uh, okay. Uh, I didn't pick my own guy. That's fine. You That's, pick Craig Council. You, you pick Dave Craig, Martinez who won the World Series. I get it. I'll give you. I'll give you credit. You. Uh, you didn't pick your own guy. You went with Craig Council. And, and I. I like. It, I. I think it's. I think it's one. Personally, I think it's one of those two. I think it's. I. And I actually think Snicker will win, but I think it's gonna be Snicker or Council. All right. Sounds good. All right, let's move on. We're going to go to Comeback Player of the Year. Pat, I'm going to start with you. Comeback Player of the Year. Um, Same thing. I hope Donald's... You went with Craig Council? <laughs> That's a bold I liked choice, Craig Council back in the day. Um, I hope Donaldson wins. You would. I want Donaldson to win. Sonny Gray deserves to be the Comeback Player of the Year. And I, I, right, I loved, don't get me wrong, I hope the Braves re-signed Donaldson. Mm-hmm. I like Donaldson a lot. This has nothing to do with Donaldson. And without looking into the stats too much, I thought he was an easy choice. And I, I think the problem is people are overlooking what Sonny Gray did. And that is a guy who 
right. sucked with the Yankees. He and honestly, he sucked with the Yankees when he when he got traded the, that year before with when he was half Yankees, half Oakland. He was fine. He sucked the season before in Oakland, mm-hmm. and yeah, then he then yep. he was and he was pretty good his first couple of years coming up, but. Um, Two two seventy uh, ERA when he had a plus five ERA last year in Cincinnati, no less. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about like right. He went to some pitching haven. Uh, he didn't pitch in Pep- Petco Park, uh, and I think he had he had like a I don't know if it was the entire season, but like he didn't give up more than six hits. I think in a game. That was it. Right. No, he certainly had an impressive year. And he was kind of forgotten about because and, and it he, wasn't just one kind of down year. He had like the last year of his athletics uh, run. He was kind of had a down year compared to what he was doing. Is that what you just said? Please. Yep. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he's, he's looking up Matt Chapman right now. <laughs> I'm not paying attention. So Rocco Baldelli wins the comeback player of the year. <laughs> I'm doing great as a host. Wait, the uh, Twins Rocco Baldelli or the Rays? Uh, Rocco no, Baldelli. actually, the Red Sox Rocco Baldelli. Right. I'm Doug, what Remember, there was a short so, stint. Um, so Pat picked somebody from the Braves. All right, Doug, who you got for comeback? <laughs> okay, okay. Player of the year. <laughs> My pick was also Sonny Gray for all the reasons that Pat said and you did not listen to. Um, I think think Sonny Gray is the obvious – well, he's not the obvious choice because Josh Donaldson is is also a uh, strong candidate. But, uh, yeah, Sonny Gray. I can't really add anything, but I probably should so that you could hear it for the first time. I can add that. Sonny Sonny Gray had a really bad year his last full year with Oakland. I'll just say that part. All right. And, to every and day he of my also wife's had life. a bad last year in Oakland. Yeah, yes, he did. That is true. Mm-hmm. Wasn't Rocco Belladelli on that team? <laughs> okay. Okay. Now that we've gone off the rails. Oh, my God. Pepe, who do you yeah. got for comeback player so, of the year? Yeah. Donaldson had a great year for the Braves, but fuck the Braves. I don't really care. Um, the other guy is Ryu. He, he was, you know. A guy that can never stay healthy, finally put it all together, but I'm not picking him. The fucking answer, Sonny Gray. And it really disappoints me that both of my picks for comeback player of the year were on the Yankees last year. It really pisses me off when all they needed was starting pitching. Um, the thing a lot of people don't know about Sonny Gray is it wasn't just his last year with the Yankees. The year before that would be with the A's. He was not very good. <laughs> he was not very good. Yeah, it's Sonny. Ah, it's Sonny. It's, yeah, it's Sonny Gray. Fuck that guy. It pisses me off. That's a guy that just couldn't pitch in New York. I remember them talking about the pitching staff changing his approach, and that's what ruined him. So I blame the Yankees. I, I, complete, I completely agree with you. Uh, Larry Rothschild sucks as a pitching coach, and I hope the guy that replaces him is something about awesome. it, I remember, but they have him throw. They did. Just, just screw him up. But again, he also, if you guys didn't know, wasn't as good <laughs> as last year with the Athletics. <laughs> I did not know that. <laughs> All yeah. right, so my comeback player of the year is a little bit, once again, unconventional. So I went with a pitcher. Uh, my, my thought with comeback player of the year is a guy who kind of was on top of his game and then fell off a little bit, You know, whether they got hurt or whatever. And they kind of hit rock bottom and then kind of bounced back and had a strong year again. So I picked a guy who, one of the best pitchers in the National League for several years, uh, really almost disappeared. Like, I, I had wrote him off. I thought he was gone. I thought he was done. And then he came back last, uh, this year, had a very strong year and a strong playoff performance, and that's Adam Wainwright. 
He actually did well. Really, he did really well this year. If you look at him, he did. Yeah. He did. I mean, did he have a superstar he, year? No. He had a two and a half WAR. He had a four ERA. But down the stretch and into the playoffs, he pitched really, really well. Yeah. He only played eight games last year. Yeah. He had a. It was it. He. I wrote him off. I thought he was done. I thought he was. <clears throat> last year, he only played pitched eight games. The year before that, his ERA was five. The year before that, was four point six. So I get it. Sonny Gray was a 5.6 war. Josh Donaldson was a 6.1 war. Let's just be happy. Pick oh, the so guy we just on the use right war team. now? So we're just going to pick the <laughs> highest war? Uh, when it's more than double, yes. I get it. it. It's interesting. I get it, though. Yeah. I'm just trying to be unconventional. Okay, Sonny Gray. I'm going to pick Mike Trout to be Truthfully, the best. Truthfully, Sonny MVP. Gray is probably the pick. but Yeah, it's probably Sonny Gray. Actually, and I think Donaldson will win. Really? Here I won the... Uh, yeah. Donaldson? Yeah. Yeah, he won the. Uh, what is I it, mean, the Sporting he, News. Yeah, award yeah, or whatever, the, yeah, the fake one. Yeah, I mean, he did have a right. He had a six point one WAR. Right, thirty seven home. He had a monster runs. year. When did you become such a WAR guy? No, I. I yeah, shut up. <laughs> uh, right, uh, uh, three seventy nine on base percentage. He had a ton of walks. Uh-huh. Uh, One twenty seven OPS plus. Uh, not not even his best year, but I mean, he he was he was very solid. Good. He was yeah. very good. Uh, and you know what, too? He played, and this was the most surprising thing for me. Um, he played a gold glove third base. And, uh, did he win gold glove? No, but so Arenado did. did. So that's not a gold glove third base. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, because Derek Jeter deserved all those gold gloves. Yes, he did. Oh, best fair player shot. Of all- that is, uh, best yes. player of all time. Yes. Gonna- all right. Nick Markakis won a gold glove last year. Yeah, he's the best player you've ever had. No. He is a phenomenal player. I want a whole episode to break down the new contract, oh, but that's should. a that's a. I I'm, can't get into it now because I'm I won't fine stop with it. Honestly, with Nick Markakis and how amazing of a player he is. T- talk talk to me in March when he's batting. I fifth. don't want to talk to you in March. Okay, fine. <laughs> All right, we're gonna move on. So, manager of the year, comeback player of the year, got it. Cy Young Award. Let's do it, Doug. Who do you got? Cy Young Award, National League. Okay, pulling up his notes. Pulling up my notes. Um, close but no cigar. I have a closer. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Kirby wow. Yeah. I yeah. like to recognize the closers. I like the closers. Yeah. And I, I like the fantasy team. Kirby Yates. Yep. Kirby Yates. Interesting. Yeah. Kirby Yates. He, um, pull up the stats here. That's a bold choice. I didn't even Dude, think he about rode that guy all the way to a second place finish. I mean that You really did it, Doug. Oh yeah. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Kirby Yates. Kirby Yates. FIP of one point three zero, ERA of one point one nine. Forty one saves, far and away led the league. What the X FIP, Doug? The X FIP was a two point two five. Ooh, a little bit more dong prone. Yeah. Uh. But that's a solid. That's, fi- a strong that's fine in that pa- in that park. That's a you can you can be as home run prone as you want yeah. in that yeah. park. When you're not facing your dog Alvarez, that's true. Your your x fit is going to be lower. So, hey, his so home true. run per nine innings was zero point three zero. Yep. Home run to fly ball ratio of four point eight percent. I like it. Hmm. Kirby Yates. Pepe, who you got? So I really want to pick Max Scherzer because I love Max Scherzer, but I'm gonna pick Jacob Degrom. That was. He's gonna be forgotten about too. The problem with Scherzer is he only played twenty seven games, and, yeah, and I yeah. would love to give it to Max Scherzer as well. He's my I favorite player in the league. But had, yeah, but Degrom's WAR was seven point nine. Uh, his ERA was two point four three. 
255 strikeouts. The guy was a beast, and I really wish the Mets would trade him to the Yankees. But yeah, DeGrom. My pick um, won't win it, but I think he should because I think he outperformed his statistics. He did finish with all, nearly a five war. He did throw 200 innings, a sub three ERA on a winning team. And that's the key here is, you know, we talked about the Mike Trouts of the world and everything, is that he was on a winning team with a uh, just a good offense, a, a good pitching staff, a great coach. I went with Jack Flaherty. That guy was basically unhittable for so the back half of the year. He was basically unhittable. Yeah. But you said great coach. <laughs> you picked him, for, picked him for manager of the year. I, for obvious reasons, do not like Jack Flaherty, the person. <laughs> Right, when you go out of Cunha, you go out my soul. Jesus. With that being said, um, I like that pick. Yeah, who are you going? Uh, Jacob DeGrom. Yeah. I mean, he had 10 wins last year. He improved it to 11. How could you I, not go with him? I would have guessed he would have picked just Braves. No. Just for every pick. No, because I take this seriously. He's I don't go, hom- DJ LeMahieu for MVP. He's a homer? No. What? He's a, wait, you're taking this seriously? Oh, <laughs> All right. shit. We should no. start over. Don't get me wrong. There, there, was, there was a day when I thought Mike Soroka had a legit shot, and I do believe Mike Soroka should get votes. Soroka had a hell of a year. Hell of a he year. did. Hell of a year. He did. All right. Yeah, I like that. That's good, Rob. All right. And, and Ryu, right? For a while, looked like he yeah. was going to win it. Ryu had a very good year. Like yeah. that's going to be probably the best year of his career. Probably, he's he's thirty two years old. Yeah, yeah. He pitched a little With bit above. I don't yeah. think he's. I don't doing know. That I, I, I. So again, I. I think, I'm not going to say he's going to pitch bad. Yeah. He's always pitched well. I, I think Ryu's a very good pitcher. I think that was a career year for him. But how often is that dude healthy? Yeah. Oh, that, that, I mean, that's, that's, that's his first healthy. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and healthy, he's healthy doesn't healthy. usually get better with age. So I, I'll agree with that. That's exactly it. That's my thing. As age is. I think that was his career year. I think he peaked. I think he'll still be strong. I would still draft him in fantasy. I'm going to say this will not be Mike Sirova's best year. Mm. I hope for that's your a, That's a fair bet. All right. Well, he's also 22. So, so Rookie of the going. year. Pepe, who you got? Speaking of which. The polar bear. Going with Pete Alonso. Okay, 53 home runs. So many dongs. The other, the other guy was Soroka, but... The guy had 53 home runs as a rookie, 260. Hey, mind you, in, in half his games in Mets Stadium, which yeah. is a hard stadium to hit home runs in. Yeah. It's bigger. And a lot of people don't know his year with the, the A's was not very good. Yeah, I heard that. <laughs> no, you know, you know 100, 120 RBIs of five war. That guy just saved that team. But that's it. I like it. Doug? Uh, I think this is the most uh, slam dunk pick is uh, the polar bear. No, sir. I think Pete Ooh. Alonso. I, Pete I don't Alonso think it is, either, is rookie of the year. Funny. Now, okay. Think, go, go, no, because go the other rookie of the year. Let the man talk. Let the man speak. Okay, so Pat, you do have a point. There's a ton of young talent in the league, and I don't really think that there's any point in continuing to talk about polar bear. So um, I just want to point out that Fernando Tatis put up Yes. Amazing stats yes. and played about the same amount of games as your dong. Your dong. Your, 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 mm. Yeah, your is that dong. What it is, Dave? Okay, yes, he played the same amount. Not not the same, like eighty three to eighty seven, I think it was. And put up monster stats. So if we're gonna give it to your Don Alvarez, we can certainly consider Tatis. Mm-hmm. But I think Alonso is the clear cut choice. Yeah. And I also just want to throw out a quick name here from the World Series champion Nats. Victor Robles. He had a good year. 
he had a very good year that people are overlooking. Now, he had – I know he hit towards the bottom of the order, so he wasn't um, – that heralded, he was actually a higher rated prospect than Juan Soto. Oh. And uh, hit 17 home runs. He stole 28 bases. Good outfielder. Very good outfielder. Yeah. That was the point I yeah. want. 22 defensive runs saved, most in the league. Better than Lorenzo Cain, who ended up winning the gold glove. Yeah. Um, I, just my honorable mention is definitely Victor Robles. Yes, yeah, a good choice. I think that uh, going forward, you don't want to overlook him in fantasy. Because he still has, yeah, he still has his ceiling yeah, to hit. So he does have potential. He is young. To your point, Soto is kind of stolen his thunder. Yeah. Um, I'll argue Soto wasn't as high as Robles just because he shot up so fast. And honestly, yeah, Soto was Ro- not Ro- expected to do what he's no, doing. No. Well, well, the thing is, I don't even know if I'd go that far. It's just the fact that he did at such a young age. Mm, yeah, Robles would have gone called up when Soto got called up. Yeah. If Robles wasn't hurt. And that's why they yep. called up Soto, and he just never stopped hitting, so they never sent him down. Yep. Um, but, yeah, no, Robles is a good player. He's going to be a perennial Gold Glove finalist, and that's all you need to be because that award's garbage anyway. <laughs> um, that team looked a lot different in the playoffs with him in center field than Michael A. Taylor in center field. It's oh, very my God. Made a guy true. who is disappointing, yeah. Michael A. Taylor. Yeah. Never talking about you. Um, and I love the Fernando Tastis. Um, testes. He was very, <laughs> very good. Um, unfortunately, to your point, he did not play. He had multiple. It's not that funny. It's really not. Funny. It's not that funny. <laughs> anyway, Fernando Testes. Um, but since we're taking this extremely serious, and since war is the only stat that matters, Michael Soroka. The Canadian from Calgary. He's, he's the Fernando Testes. Oh, my God. Oh, um, my, Mike Soroka had a 5.6 war. The Polar Bear only had five. In a year where I want to say 20 teams broke their home run record. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. Right? He's good. Mm-hmm. Mike Soroka. When we talk about winning teams, right? Mike Soroka was the ace, even though they pitched him in game three. Home run splits. Mike Mike Soroka had the fifth Mike lowest. Soroka. Mike Soroka. My kids would be very excited right now. Um, he had the fifth lowest road ERA of all time. Hmm. Not for a rookie, for all time. Yeah, he's very he, good. He in his twenty nine starts, seventeen of them, he had he gave up one or zero runs. Mm-hmm. So talk about a guy who literally keeps you in a game and, and I can't remember more than like two three games where he gave up four more four runs or more like he is he's one of those guys that always kept you in the game um I yeah, get it yeah Pete Alonso's gonna win it he's gonna win it but I'm picking Mike Soroka yeah I like that yeah pass good choice admitting that the what's his name polar bear the yes. polar bear Pete yeah. Alonso yeah so my pick Again, a little bit off the board, but this is there. So there, there's a little bit of buildup. So I had some. I had a runner up. You're bringing buildup. I had two runners <laughs> up. Yeah, uh, shocker. So I originally, 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 I said I'm going to start off. I and I went with uh, Dakota Hudson as my rookie of the year. What? And, I, and then I said that's he's not good enough. So 
It, is this the middle aged sports podcast or is this just piss pad off? <laughs> <laughs> so can it be both? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're not wrong. Uh, yeah, I mean, hey, was, he was second in ERA on his team. He was first in wins on his team. He pitched 174 innings, but obviously he's not rookie of the year. And then so that my next pick, as I said, he is a, a hell of a player, a super strong hitter. I was going to pick Ronald Acuna, but he's not a rookie. <laughs> no. And he won it last year. He has a shit attitude. Oh, my so, God. <laughs> I, I, like, at first I said, well, he's not a rookie, Dave, but also he's got a piss poor attitude. Like, that guy should never win it. Yeah, award that, yeah. No hustle in that case. By, just, by the way, 2018 rookie, they were. I just want a guy who plays the game the right way. Oh my so God. I went with, uh, he's. It's going to be like the backup catcher for the Cardinals. It's not, actually. It's Tommy Edmond. <laughs> is that really your pick? <laughs> With a 3.2 war. Oh, my God. It is. I, Tommy Edmond's actually – I mean, he's, defense. he's not a rookie of the year candidate, but he – yeah. He is a good rookie. Uh, I don't know. Pretty well. Let's not give it to the guy who deserves it. Let's give it to Tommy Edmond. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's my pick. Okay. I like it. And All right. So, the, finally – we're going to close it out with the most valuable player. And I'm going to start it off. Ooh. So the guy I went with, I think embodies what the most valuable is. So we talk about most valuable versus best, best player. Best player, right. Right. And so like most valuable clearly would never be like Ronald Acuna Jr. Because you want a guy. Not valuable at all. Who runs out hits he right like yes yeah. runs out hits he good example right for way. kids yeah, yeah good example yeah. people look up to him he might run into him when he's trick-or-treating like that's what you want that's what you want in an MVP. Player. i didn't pick him though uh freddie freeman i didn't pick freddie freeman yes. i went with i thought if that team did not have that player they were not beating the braves in the first round oh my god and that was yadier molina i think he what an ambassador for the game. Future first ballot Hall of Famer. First ballot. First oh yeah. first ballot, no doubter. Should we go around 100%. the room and say nice things about Yadi Molina? I think we should all share how we feel about Yadi Molina. What like as a player. Do you want me to go, go first? Go ahead, Pat. I, Pat. Pat don't Pat. Pat. Um your everything you said is correct. What a guy that is a great representative of the game a great ambassador for the game hell of a defensive player and clutch can we talk about a clutch player oh my God, when clutch. the cardinals needed a hit against who comes up against the braves you go with yadi molina you do absolutely 60 mile, nine miles yeah. per hour off the bat doug do you have anything single. nice to say about yadi molina uh, i think the play on the field speaks for itself it but i like what he does with his hair <laughs> he, he always does fun things with his hair. He had those, uh, the golden, was it the, the arm, the elbow pad? Mm-hmm. Those are pretty sweet. And I also like the uh, the catcher's mitt with the, uh, the Jordan logo He does do fun things with it. his hair. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. So it's it's not just a play on the field. No. He's he's he's, um, he's fun to watch and not just he because is. he's good. And he's very good. He is very good. Pat, Among before, the best who's ever played. Before we go to you and mm-hmm. let you gush over Yadier Molina. Uh, of course, yeah. I wanted to ask you, at what point did you figure out that I was picking all Cardinals? He did. He just realized it. Now. No, no, no. Tommy Edmond. <laughs> I, I mean, because it was funny because I picked Flaherty, and you're like, yeah, no, I like that. No, but, no, but Flaherty, you could, I, 
See, that's the thing. You can make the argument for Flaherty. Thankfully, they had decent enough players where I could stretch it enough yes. like for this because I was like, yep. all right, Wainwright, sure. Wait, oh, yeah. No, see, see, Wainwright, see, Wainwright's the one where I was like, okay, that that, that one I got, that's though. a stretch. You had to layer it, it. And again, yeah, you made the argument, and it's not the and worst like, it's argument. A shit argument. But yeah, that one was shit. The Mike shit one, um, <laughs> I, I get it. It's, it's not a good pick, right? But I get it. It's not a terrible pick. No, though. but Brian Snicker is the better version of. You didn't Mike even shit. pick the guy. No, I know. That's the thing. It should go council. It should be council. Yeah, it should I, be council. I would And then it should council. be Brian Snicker. Yeah. You didn't pick your it, guy. Comeback player of the year, Sonny Gray, I think, is actually unanimous. Yeah. yeah. Um, and again, I still think Donaldson's winning it, and I hope he does. Cy Young, I really liked uh, DeGrom. I think DeGrom's the but, guy. But I, I think yeah. you can make a yeah. very good argument for Flaherty. Yeah, Flaherty had a very good year. I can't make a very good argument for Yates. I just wanted to say yes. Yeah. Kirby. Yeah. Yates going to Yates. That's all there is to it. Yates yeah. <laughs> going to Yates. Rookie of the year. Who was our guy for who Alonso. Was the yeah. yeah. He picked Yates. So, so, which makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so MVP. So you have my pick. So Pep, who you got? Cody Bellinger. That was a fucking... Guy was a monster. Uh, if if Yelich stayed healthy, that's the point. Yeah. So if Yelich stays healthy, I'm picking Yelich because he is he raises that team to a different level. Um, Cody Bellinger's on a team full of young studs, um, but he is significantly the best one at this point. But uh, Yelich getting hurt just takes him out for me. Um, the next guy would be Rendon, who had a great year, just not on the level of those guys. Remember at the beginning of the fantasy season when I traded. Oh God! Here JD go. Martinez yeah. for Cody Bellinger. Yeah, no, I don't. Never looked back. Yeah, and then he won it. Doug, good for you, Doug, Dave. Doug, Fun fact: Doug, who are you? Christian Yelich and Cody Bellinger finished tied in WAR, and Yelich played twenty six less games. Hmm. Fun fact: hmm. Doug, who you got? Uh, I agree with Bellinger. I yeah. I literally have Bellinger and then Rendon and Yelich as my top three. And Yelich only at three because he didn't. He wasn't able to finish out the season. Mm-hmm. So I agree with Pepe. I really don't have anything more to add. I like the Rendon pick. Hmm. Uh, Kettle Marte actually finished a tick above Rendon, but the Nationals won yeah, the World yeah, Series. So. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And I think Rendon deserves more national recognition. I think he kind of flies under the radar. And, uh, see what he did there. Uh, yeah. Pat. Patrick. Kristen Yelich. Hmm. Yeah. I like it. That's yeah. a, not a terrible choice. There's no, if Kristen Yelich wins it, I don't think there's anybody that can argue it. Three Cody Bellinger would argue it. That's fair. (laughs) Three less homers than Bellinger, and he only played 130 games. Yeah, Molina would argue it. Thirty stolen bases. No, he wouldn't because he's a gentleman. He was one of uh, one of one of two players in all the baseball to go 40 home runs, 30 (laughs) 30 stolen bases, Uh, highest batting average on base percentage and OPS in the league, highest OPS plus in the league. Yeah, guy was an animal. Good, Good defender. Played all three outfield positions. Mm-hmm. Is he defending his pick? Yeah, who, yeah we, we agree with you. We so. agree with you. No, no, no you don't. Pick. You picked fucking Yanni or Molina. <laughs> and two Cody Bellinger. Real, so can actually, I ask no you a question? Because I think the real MVP is the is the St. Louis Cardinals. That's just as it should be. Put it out there. Real quick, um, just a question because I think we're have differing opinions. What do we feel about Bregman walking the bat down first base? You know me. I know you're all. For I like. It. I'm all about. I, I'm all. I'm anti-traditional. Right. When it comes to sports. What do you think? I think Jack Flaherty should have taken the middle, <laughs> thrown one right at his head. I don't, 
Are you? No, seriously. What do you wow, think? Wow, that just got dark. Well, yeah. that's that's. You anti that completely? No, no, no. You're fine with him doing yeah. it? Yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. He had a monster home run in the World Series. Yeah. Good on Pat's him. Pat's pro pro bat flip. Yeah. 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 Like I mean, threw the bat at whoever was. Jose pitching. Batista has the greatest bat flip of all time, and I could not that get bat enough of that replay. That bat flip. Yeah. I could not get enough of that replay. I mean, don't yeah. get me wrong. I do like a, a little Ruben Odor. Yeah. At second base. Yeah. But but that was the best, and that's the thing, right? I I would have a problem with a bat flip if you're down eight nothing. Yeah, (laughs) you hit a two run home. But it wouldn't be more showing up. Uh, Or I I'd I'd have a problem if uh, maybe uh, like like you know if you directed it at someone. You know, like when Clemens threw the bat at Piazza. He thought it was the ball. Yeah. Oh, he thought it was the ball. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. You hold the bat. I was 100% on board with Max Muncy this year when he hit it off Madison Bumgarner. Oh, I agree. Yeah. Fuck what, that. What do you, what do you Besides the that. fact that he's going to sign with the Braves, so I have to root for him. Um, yeah. yeah no. But pimp that uh, shit. Agreed. What, what do you think about it? Were you fine with it too? Maybe what I didn't like about that whole situation, I didn't like when Juan Soto hit his that he carried the bat down to first base. Like, I come up with your own thing. See, I like that more. No. Come yes. up with your own thing. Come up with your own thing. I think – so I guess I'm the only one that didn't like but, it. But he made a statement by doing that exact same thing because right. he hit a monster clutch home run and I, showed him up. I guess basically. I don't have a problem with a big bat flip. I think him carrying it down almost shows up the pitcher more. It's more disrespectful, which I'm not exactly a traditionalist. This is the only sport we worry about this shit in. It t- completely true. That You're not, you're not wrong. Football – Complete opposite. Absolutely. Basketball. Yeah, I mean, they penalize them for taunting and all that shit, but yeah, yeah. it's part of the sport. Right, and so maybe I'm completely a traditionalist. I actually have a significantly less problem with Juan Soto doing it because he's shoving it back in the, in the face of the guy that did it. See, I don't guy. understand because Acuna did this in game one and everyone had a problem. Because he didn't run. Well, you know, this is Acuna, so he's got yeah, a Yeah, but he attitude. brought the bat to first base. Did he really? Yeah. Yeah, he did. Paul oh. just didn't go out of the park. But, you know, yeah. tomato, tomato. Kind of the problem. I think it if the ball did, went out of the, the park. next at bat. Huh? We should talk about the uh, unwritten rules of baseball and stuff at some point. Can we talk about anything else besides baseball? Yeah, we definitely can. At some point. I said at some point. Not today or tomorrow. <laughs> at some point. I think that was a good first episode. Um, obviously, I that's not for us Card- to decide, Dave. The, the Cardinals are the best team of all time, apparently. The Cardinals were incredible. What a great they year. Just, what, what a great, great year. year. I can't so wait well till they go seventy four and whatever next year. Mm. They just seem better. Do they ever do that? They, they're yeah. always they're always Actually, in contention. No, yeah. except recently. Besides, obviously this, this year? year. Yeah. Well, do, 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 when do, Matheny do, do. got fired. Yeah. Yeah, basically around that time. For they they, the they had like a th- one year. They had a no. They had a three or four year low. Well, after this but, show airs and our twelve fans, that's probably reaching. Um, listen to us. I'm going to guess 75% of them are going to be Cardinals fans if they stick around. You're right. They had two years. They came in third, and then previous ones they went second, first, 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 second. So yeah. They're always yeah, the yeah, first. No. Yep. They're always They're always there. basically the first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. They, they had a couple They're of never years. out of it in the beginning of May like other teams. You know why, though? Can I tell you why? Yadi Milena. Yep. If there's a guy that keeps him in it, Milena. Intangibles. Just a gentleman. He's got those intangibles. What were those Molina parents doing? That just produced catchers. Well, major league really like one. Well, they no, they have three yeah, major league, major league catchers. Yeah, they may not all have been as good as Yadier. I think but. Yadier was so good that he just said, "You can't 
draft me unless you take my two brothers yeah. onto other ben, teams. I love Benji Molina. And he was that good, like so good, that he got other teams to draft him so the Cardinals could have him. Mm-hmm. That's something, huh, Pat? Brand Snicker. <laughs> I think that's a good time to end the show. Uh, so for the first official episode of the Middle Age Sports Spectacular, uh, we thank you for listening, whoever you are, if there's anybody, maybe someday, maybe five years down the road. I don't know. Uh, from Dave, Pepe. That's me. Doug. Mm-hmm. Patrick. Screw the Cardinals. <laughs> That's all we got. Bye. Okay.